Test, test, test. I think we got it. I'm Danielle. And I'm Christopher. And And we're we're the Friends Friends Who Feast. Feast. So it's been a little while, and we're back together in person. Um, We wanted to bring you a holiday episode. Um, So we're going to talk all different holiday things. But uh, before we get into that, just a couple updates. And Danielle, I wanted to update you as well, because we haven't really had a whole lot of time to catch up. And we'll talk about why um, just in a second. So a few episodes ago, I told you all that I was going to Phoenix. Here I am on my first flight in, gosh, a few years. I went for work like 2018. I was there for like 23 hours, not even a full 24. And I saw some mountains from my hotel room and I walked, you know, between buildings downtown, like felt the heat. It was very much business though. Straight business. Sorry, my mouth is full. <laughs> even though we would, we did like a d- dinner before this, I still... <laughs> Sorry, I just stuttered. I still wanted to get like McDonald's. Yeah. So I'm just chewing in this. It's like a dinner and a show. So if you hear any like mouth sounds, it's just me. Just doing Not your the thing. Only mouth sounds, That's kind of why I just yeah. jumped in because yeah. I wasn't, yeah, you were, you had your mouth full. So, so anyway, so yeah, it was just very business. I mean, it was beautiful, like from what I saw, but I didn't get to really enjoy it, really be there, do things I wanted to do. And I, it was just, you challenged me solo trip by myself, get out there, do something that I enjoy. And I took you up on that. And I was really excited to do this and really excited to update you. So you're not going to believe this. I didn't even leave Detroit and the magic already started. <laughs> okay. And I was on this little app called Grinder while sitting at the airport, as you do, you know, and as also you do when you're traveling, you update your bio and say, just traveling, you know, here I am between these dates, whatever. And all of a sudden I get this message. There goes the hot mustard. I'm sorry. <laughs> what is the hot mustard for? My nuggets. Oh, got you got nuggets. nuggets. Too. Yeah. Wow, you just got a whole feast. Oh, yeah, I Can I have it. one in a minute? Yeah. Maybe? How many did you get? Four. Let's Four? try right oh. now. Let's try right okay. now. They've been out long enough. Oh, okay. I didn't get any sweet and sour sauce. So no though. double dips. Or no Danny dips. No. Okay. They've been sitting out for about 20 minutes. Yeah. They didn't get crusty, though. They're actually pretty soft. But they're not warm. Okay. I'm done. They're continue, okay. Continue with your story. Yeah. What is this shape? <laughs> penis is all tonight. We've had so many penis. Okay. It does look like a penis. <coughs> Sorry. I just started choking. <laughs> choking on the penis nugget. We're so sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I may need the Heimlich over here. Oh my God. Don't scare me. Please. Okay. My heart stopped. Whew. Sorry. That was a big one. So anyway, speaking of big ones... Um, this man, this boy, he's younger than me, so he's he's a boy. Not like a boy, but like, he's like 25. <laughs> okay, I'm like, please you know. clarify. Okay. So like, I'm like, you know, a little daddy out there. And he messages me and he's like, hey, I'm going to Phoenix too. So like, we were on the same flight. So we were messaging for a couple minutes and then made eye contact. It's all before you boarded. Like 20 minutes before we boarded. Okay. And he gave me his number. During the plane ride, if you want to text, let's text. So we texted the whole time. 
we're getting ready to land. And he was like, yeah, I'll wait for you, Danielle. We didn't even get out of the terminal. Okay. And um, we hooked up. In Phoenix. In Phoenix. In the airport. Bathroom. But this thing was huge. Like plenty of space for activities. Okay. So after how long was the flight? Like four hours. You didn't feel like gross or uncomfortable before going in there? Because after a flight, I'm just tired. I feel like usually I'm shitting or something. That's like the last thing I want to do. Is no. just in- Okay. I guess I've never been horny on a plane before. Well, I mean, I was talking to him. Okay. We talked, we didn't like talk sexual like the entire time. It just happened. I found that hard to believe. No, we didn't. We talked, he talked about like books he's reading. He talked about he's going to go to school to be a doctor. Um, I talked about how I dropped out of school. (laughs) Right. Um, Like, so it was just a very, just like open, just fun conversation. Okay. I talked about how I have a podcast, encouraged him to listen. (laughs) All right. I hope he's not right now. Yeah, so it wasn't anything like, oh my god, I can't wait to suck your dick as soon as I get off this plane. Like, it wasn't like that. Okay, in my mind it was. I'm like, okay. This type of thing doesn't happen to me, or like the old me, Mm -hmm. right? It's been a year of growth, it's been a year of change, I've got a lot of confidence, you know that. I just felt really good, and I thought, like, you know, I would never talk to this person again. And we were, like, texting back and forth. Before I even get to my hotel, asking if I made it safe. And, like, I sent him pictures when I went on my hike. We still talk. We snapped earlier today. I was going to say, are you guys still in communication? Yeah. Okay. I've asked him out. And we might go out soon. Is he from the area? He is from here. Okay. It was like a little meet cute out of a movie or something. What's and like a, that What's just a meet cute? Like where you, like, meet in a cute way. or like meet I've in never like heard a, that term. Yeah. Is that the term? Yeah. Okay. Or, like, you just, like, you meet somebody in, like, a... Like an unfamiliar, unexpected way. Yeah, very movie-esque. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm interested in him. He's a very nice guy. He's very smart. He has his shit together. Very cute. And I feel like he's my type. He's taller than me. You know I love the tall, like dark hair. He wears glasses. He's a little geeky, and it's cute. So, right. so anyway, so my trip was after that, just like a whirlwind, just absolutely surreal, beautiful scenery. I did a couple hikes. I climbed a mountain. The weather was beautiful. I didn't even break a sweat. It was like that dry heat, but it was like 90, but it wasn't like hot. After my hike, I got back to my hotel room and had the thought like, oh, I don't need, really even need to shower because I don't feel gross and like oily right, and sticky. <laughs> but I still did. But it like wasn't like, you know, like my pits weren't. I get it. Yeah, know? yeah. And I just really didn't want to come home like back to reality. But so the vacation other... does to you though. Yeah. You always think about how could I start a life here? You start looking at house values, like jobs and all that. I think it's. I could totally live there. People are so nice and like people know how to drive. I didn't get stuck in traffic like once and people were so kind. What's they the let bug me situation though? I didn't see a single insect my entire time there. Okay. I didn't see any spiders or snakes or scorpions or scorpions or, okay. or like actual like bugs. And I did stay in kind of a dingy Motel 6 and it, I mean, it wasn't like terrible, but it wasn't like nice. But I really needed the trip too, because guys, part of the reason why me and Daniel haven't seen each other, Daniel, did I call you Daniel? I call myself different <laughs> things all the time. It's just whatever my tongue wants to do. <laughs> um, right before your birthday. I was in a bad car accident. Mm-hmm. So um, I won't go into like a lot of detail, but like my truck caught on fire. I, I hit my head. Um, I don't remember hitting my head, but I was bleeding. Like I don't have any like, bruises or anything. I have a little bit of a scar, but that was not a good time. <laughs> and we didn't get to go out for your birthday. But to make it up to you, I did buy tickets to see the Queen of Christmas, Mariah Carey, for her Christmas show.
it was such a shock. It was probably one of the sweetest gestures anyone has ever done. I'm still in shock. It was such a fun night. I felt like it went by so fast. And yeah, it really helped kick off like the holiday season. It really put me in the mood to really just embrace everything that is Christmas. The show, and you, you made a point, was on December 1st. Mm-hmm. The weather wasn't too cold. It was kind of dreary, but it still kind of felt right. So it was just like a wonderful surprise and really got me into the holiday mood. So just thank you again. You're welcome. Can I tell you a secret? What? I thought she was going to be terrible. Because remember that New Year's <laughs> yeah. Eve performance yeah. years she ago? Stopped, she stopped singing. Yeah. yeah. I didn't expect her to be good. Mm-hmm. I've seen Britney. I've seen Gaga. I've seen Beyonce, right? Yeah. Um, I've seen Cher. I've seen Elton. I've seen Cindy Lauper. Like, Ugh, I've C- seen... <laughs> Cindy Lauper time she to stretch. Was, she was good. I, when I think of the greats or icons, well, I mean, that doesn't come to my mind, yeah, but it's okay. But still. <laughs> um, she didn't go on until like 8.40. Yeah. Showtime's at 7.30. Well, it wasn't even half full in there. No. Is Mariah Carey not about to sell out this arena? And, you know, it's very telling when the lights kind of, you know, when the lights change and it's still very much like that bright pre-showtime lighting and you just see the sea of empty seats. And the main floor is kind of filling up, but it was like everything around it looked so bare. There were entire sections that weren't even, like, didn't have a single person in it. But between about 8.20 and 8.40, when she finally came on, it flooded. Yeah. There, I don't think there was a single seat available. And I've been there for different events. I've never sat in, like, the upper section. The upper bowl, yeah. What, 15 rows from the t- tippity top? So, like, nosebleeds. My knees if like were, like, almost bumping into the person in front of me. I was shoulder to shoulder to, like, everyone. You and the guy yeah. next to me. Not complaining because it was a good experience, but I couldn't imagine getting up and like dancing in the aisle like I wanted to because it was such a tight squeeze. And we talked about like we were expecting to be able to do that yeah. and like dance and sing and have a lot more fun. Not that we didn't have fun, but it was it just wasn't the vibe up there. Um, but it was a great show. Went by very fast. I think once she started, didn't really take any breaks at all. No. You know, we see some artists who's like, you know, like five, seven minutes like of set changes. And again, I think that was the benefit of her stage. Everything was pretty much standard. A little bit of the background LED screen changing and her costume She changes. only changed maybe three, three or times, four times. Three, four yeah. times. But yeah, it was just a lot of Christmas hits. And then the last, I want to say 30 minutes, was kind of like a medley of her non-Christmas hits. And then she finished with All I Want for Christmas is You. And I was just like so shocked when I noticed people leaving before the med- before before that. So their loss. My other favorite part of the show was before it even started. There was this man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this man with a hairy back and long hair who wore a full ball gown to this show. A sapphire. Yes. Dark blue. Yeah. <laughs> and heels. <laughs> and heels, yeah. With a beer in his hand. Yeah. And I think he was by himself, too. There was, I didn't, unless he kept on losing his seat. I think that's was... what it was. And it was just funny, too, because it's like, you're just watching other people's reaction to that. I loved it. To have that confidence and to go out there and, like, wear a ball gown to a Mariah Carey concert. In, for anybody. And he got some looks, but he also got a lot of looks that were like, yes. 
Like, at, at the and same that made time, me happy. Yeah, and at the same time, it's like, if you can't wear that at a Mariah Carey concert, like, where can you wear it, you know? Exactly. So. Exactly. Like, he had a great night, and I'm super happy that we got to experience that. The whole look was a was a toot for me. So, yeah. good. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just eating a holiday pie. No, not a holiday pie, an apple pie from yeah. McDonald's. Did you get two? No. Rude. You didn't even offer me a bite. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it looked really good, too. It was bad. Was it? It was real light. It wasn't dark or anything. Wasn't, okay. I know what you mean by that. You do? Yeah. Okay. Like, I get it. <laughs> I actually get that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Gently crossing your shoulder. I love it. Hashtag just McDonald's things. So with all that, can I just transition to, like, more holiday stuff? Mm-hmm. Since we're, you know, more I kicked off the festive season. So I do not know if it's the postal service or just people being busy with other things. I have not received hardly any holiday cards i received one from you and two from two cousins but other than that nothing but at the same time i feel like i can't complain because i've only sent out about half of the people on my list as well you're one of the first people on my first shipment of cards i did a bunch of them on sunday so you made it in that batch Mm. and my question to you is how do you know who makes the cut and who doesn't like is there a certain protocol because i have some people on there i have never received christmas cards from it was just you know from life events and stuff them coming back in my life like okay let me just try to include everyone i send a card to my landlord even though he's not my landlord anymore I just really wanted to thank him for like the years of sheltering me and being because you hear such horror stories. But you don't do that now. I do now. Oh, I didn't send Christmas cards when I lived there. Oh, but um, when I moved out, I started sending him one because he was kind enough to get me a housewarming gift, and he was very nice giving my deposit. Or he was just really happy to get rid of you. No, (laughs) he said if he could have kept me there forever, he would have, and I liked that. (laughs) But, but. But no, so I sent him one. But at what point do I stop? At what point can I save my stamp and my quantity of cards ordered? But right now I'm sitting at 40, 45 and I'm like, I don't know if there's an etiquette thing about it or what. I don't know the answer to that because I feel like it depends. Like I have family members, no offense to them. I love getting them and I appreciate the gesture who literally it's just a Christmas card that says, hope you have a happy holiday. And they just sign their name. Oh, like, yes. Aunt so-and-so, Uncle I, so-and-so. And it's like, I appreciate it, but like, why? But I feel like if you get like a, like the family photos and stuff, that's right. like a easy way to be like, okay, here it is. My dog was the picture on my Christmas card. I love. Card. On the wall already, love, for my house. <laughs> so like, he's my child. And I'm also not the type of person, I'm not going to just buy a card and just write in it. But I did have a few from people that were just like, what you mentioned, just a Christmas card with love, blah, blah. And it's like, if that's a, I mean, I would say money and just do that. Older though. Are they older They're younger. generation? Really? Yeah. Hmm. The older people I usually get at least a little something. Really? Like at least two lines. Cousins. Do you keep your cards? And then you go through those to see who has sent you them. That's what I'm going to do this year. And then make a list. That's what I'm going to do this year. Because like I said, if I could really cut down those holiday cards to 20 and save some coin, I'll do that. And then, like, it's like, I think it really is like a tag you're at type of thing. Yeah. I feel like anybody who sends you a card, of course, you return it, right? Yeah, exactly. But like, do you think they're going to get offended that they stop receiving the cards? Somebody should not be offended. Well, I have some cousins who don't send me cards, but I send them cards. Would they say something at like holiday dinner and be like, oh, I didn't get a card from you this year. Did it get lost? I don't know, but like, I'm going to keep an inventory. Like I said, this year, 
will be year two or three for some relatives that haven't sent me anything. So I think this will be the cutoff. Like, okay, well, this is for sure the second year in the row. I didn't get anything. So I feel like this is like a MySpace top eight. Like, who, gets, <laughs> who gets holiday cards? Who doesn't? You know, well, they're expensive. They can be. And stamps ex- are expensive. They so. are. I sent out 67 cards. Oh my goodness. 67. And I don't think some of those addresses were even still accurate. Can we talk about gift exchanging? Yes. You told me you really wanted to talk about this because you have a kind of a personal situation. Can you kind of tell us? Okay, so very long story short, I am hosting Christmas Eve this year. Last year, my in-laws hosted and um, it wasn't really big, just it was which made it a little more awkward. It was just very intimate. But um, basically, a cousin was there on my husband's side who already got in contact with my mother-in-law and they agreed hey, we're not exchanging. The adults there aren't exchanging. It's just going to be about the younger kids. Okay, cool. Well, time to exchange. And of course, we're watching the kids open stuff up. And then this relative comes with a bag for each of us ladies. And um, my mother-in-law was like, oh my gosh, I thought we said no gifts. And this person was like, oh, I know, but just something small I wanted to do. And it was like a Christmas throw blanket. Very nice. Like something you get from TJ Maxx or Marshalls or Home Goods. I I'm, I love a blanket. I love a holiday blanket. Yeah. I think I've gifted you one or two. I love a blanket. Yeah. And again, it's something thoughtful that doesn't break the bank, but it's like it's cozy and it's appropriate for this time like of year. Like fuzzy socks. I'll always appreciate yes, a fuzzy me, sock. Fuzzy socks and, and a coffee cup for sure. So again, it wasn't anything that would break the bank. Like, oh, you shouldn't have. But it just was very awkward. Like okay, you came bearing gifts and now no one you gave gifts to gave you a gift. It's awkward. Failed this Yeah, I feel bad. Like, again, like I would, I don't want them to leave empty handed because sometimes people say no and then they really do anyway. So um, people are coming to my Christmas Eve and again, we said no gifts for us, just for And you did communicate this like very like- My mother-in-law did because she's kind of the bridge between the two families. Is this in a group text or are you just just, trusting that she's communicating? I know she is. There's nothing on mine saying that she's, she's not, which makes it even more awkward. So I just don't know what to do this year. Should I be the type of person that always has like a candle in the gift bag in the storage room or something or in a closet for these occasions? Just a few Bath and Body Works candles like in gift bags. But they're rat. They're so they're It is in a, a gift, gift bag, dollar store okay. gift bag, a blank tag. So And you're only giving a gift to them. I'm thinking in the event they're giving me a gift first. So now how does all the other people around you feel? That like, oh, she got a gift for them, but didn't give a gift I would for have us. a few candles in the room. Again, but this is already too much work. I already feel okay. like I'm arguing about it hypothetically, and I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> that's why I was asking those questions, is because I feel like if you communicate it very clearly, and some families are like this, and like friend groups are like this, and couples are like this, we're not exchanging gifts. And it's always been this way. Like, the kids get the gifts, you know? But no one else got them except just the kids, just the right? Kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was telling you, like, this year, I got a gift for everybody. I see them over there. You see them, yeah. yeah. They're, like, ready. To, I got done Christmas shopping. They're ready to go. I hate wrapping stuff, but I wrapped them all this year. I didn't use any gift bags. I have a little bit of extra money these holidays. And I just wanted to do something nice for people. But now I'm worried, like, next year, if I don't get... So tag your my, it situation again. Yeah, like, yeah, if like I, I don't get my uncle a gift card... Like, is well, he going to, because what if he gets me something next year? Because well, I'm not expecting anything. I think that, okay, as, as much as people say it's the thought, it's the giving, not the receiving. Yeah. People need to keep that in mind. That holidays, every year, are going to be financially better and a little more difficult for people. And I need to accept that because there are some years where I was too embarrassed to say, hey, I honestly, it was between paying my gas yeah. bill or getting like a cute gift bag for people. 
And it's like, even now, like, I don't even think I admitted like to some people saying that. And it just, like you said, it feels nice in the years you can give to give. Yeah. And that's why I kind of feel like with the situation. But does situation, it create the expectation, I think is the thing. Yeah. Right? I would like, never be offended if someone didn't get me a gift. Because it happens a lot. Now that I'm an adult, like I'm not right. going to be like, oh, I'm at my aunt's house and there's so many people here, only the kids. Like it's, it's just, it is, it is what it is. My husband's very much the thought of, we said no gifts, so if that person comes with a gift and we don't have anything for them, because I even said that to my husband, like, should I just get a few extra gift bags and put candles in them in the back room, just in case the people we said no gifts for have gifts? He said no, because that was the whole point of communicating no gifts. So if they come with a bag of gifts, that is their choice, but they shouldn't expect something because we said, hey, this year we're not doing gifts unless it's kids. Right. I'll, I'll let you know the scenario. I'll let you know okay. if um, they come with gifts or not. And then it's another year where I'm sitting there with my mother-in-law like, yikes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, just on the subject of gifts, like, I feel like I'm never really surprised anymore. Like, that's why I was such a surprise for the Mariah thing. Yeah. People are very much make a list. And people are like, oh, lists are corny. Like, you're making a list at 30-something years old. Well, it's now like, it's like, like, my cousin does this. Like, it's like a... um, Like a registry? Like a registry. Mm-hmm. Where... She has two kids, and like, no offense to her, because I know she listens, but like, and I love you. Um, <laughs> but it just takes the fun out of it, because I remember like writing my list and then sticking it on my grandparents' fridge, and like, that's kind of like the hub in my family, like the grandparents' house, right? Yeah. My mom would be like, "Yep, Christopher's list is on the fridge," and then everybody has my list next time they're yeah, over at the house yeah. and can like take a picture of it or do whatever. Like, it's just that's fun, you know. And I got to write out what I wanted in my little kid handwriting and. Kids are different these days. Yeah. Well, on the top of gifts, I know <laughs> I mentioned I wanted to do something for you for Christmas. Oh, yeah. So this is live. If you're hearing this, that means he liked it and wasn't an asshole and decided to keep it in. But if it's gone, it's gone. And you won't even hear this anyway, so it's fine. But um, I am very much trying to do more experiences with important people in my life and not so much like material things. I'm not saying like stuff's going to break the bank or stuff like that. Sure. But I know I mentioned I love coffee mugs and and socks. Like I got a pair of socks. My friend gifted me of guinea pigs on them right now. Oh, I'm wearing over. So I love them. I have so many coffee mugs. But at a certain point, it's like I'm just getting more and more stuff. And I just think of when I'm older, many, many years from now, are my grandkids and kids going to say, why does grandma have so many fucking coffee mugs? <laughs> and they're going at an estate sale for 50 cents yeah. in the year 2077, you know? So um, I would like to take you to a place where you can make your own candle. You can create your own scent. So it's a signature scent for you. Um, and then while they're making the candle, we will go grab some lunch or dinner. So again, it's not something like... That is so ah, like cute. jumping up and down, but it's something where it's like, okay, that's what I meant like earlier. I try to give you a hint, like it's an experience, but you're still going to get a gift yeah. from it. So are you picking from like a set scent or can I like, you know, get creative and like put two scents in one oh, to create a new one? Or do like... whatever you want. Okay. So there's I, there's like a wall of scents and Ooh. you just write down what ones you like or which ones your favorite ones. And then like they'll look at it and they'll recommend some to you. Or if you just want to do what you want, you say, hey, you know what? Shut your mouth. I want these four scents. And they'll say, okay. They deal with the hot wax. You basically, oh, okay. you basically choose a scents, you make the ratios yourself, and then you pour the scents into the wax. And then while it's quote unquote cooking... It's like an hour and a half or so. Okay. So make a little afternoon of it or something That's so like cute. that. I actually really do like that. Yeah. Then every time you smell it, it's like, oh, this was yeah. from when we made this. So I, 
I just wish we lived in a part of the country where it was more accessible because I had really yeah. had to research this, but it's something different. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you don't like my gift. I'm sorry. No, I really <laughs> no, actually sorry. do. I really want to find like a chicken nugget flavor and call it the Danny Dip. <laughs> okay. I don't, I think I'm really trying to create my own memories this year, which is why I'm trying to do Christmas Eve. Do you think you're going to do it every yeah. year? It's already starting fights and disagreements it... for, for the, so I, I don't want to get into it. Okay. Not that they're going to listen to it anyway. Um, <laughs> well, well, I'll say this now. Um, I do have a child. So basically, I just decided to do Christmas Eve this year because we did it at a relative's house last year. But it was a lot with the baby to then, you know, have them off schedule and have to haul all the gifts and everything back into the car and then going back home. Then by the time we got home, it's like, we can't even do our own traditions of making cookies or sending stuff out or watching a holiday movie or getting in pajamas. My husband and I did, though. Uh-huh. Um, but I bought family pajamas, but little did I know that I bought them all from the women's section at Target. So I just bought him, like, a bigger version of mine. And right away he was like, this is for a lady. And I'm like, it's what are you talking different. about? It was cut. It was a deep U-cut. <laughs> and he said, you got him. He's like... You're, got that chest hair. Yeah. Like. He's like, you just wanted me to wear some women's clothing. And I'm like, no. Um, and he just said he won't he won't let me live it down. So anyway, that was a funny memory. But um, <laughs> he was like, I think you bought me ladies pajamas. He's like, where'd you buy it from? I said, the ladies section. But I thought it was just family. Yeah. Anyway. It was a little trickier. So it, it was. But, but we're like, you know, as um, our child's getting older, it's like, it's a lot to take them off schedule. Anyone with the little ones know when they're not on a schedule. And it's just so much excitement of the holidays and seeing people. It's I didn't want to be getting home at 9, 9.30, and then we can't start our own thing. Right. So I decided, let me host. We'll have it earlier in the day. And then people can leave. They want to bring gifts for him. They can. If uh, they want to see him open the gifts, he, you know, by all means, we will. But then we wanted, you know, a few hours at night just so we can wind down and do our own thing, especially as it gets older. Yeah. Well, originally, I just wanted grandparents. But then it turned to, well, you can't invite this person without inviting this aunt. Why? And then, I don't know. That's just how it was. Okay. That's how it is. And then it turned into on my side of the family. Well, we have more of his side of the family there than our side of the family. So you need to invite more of our side of the family. So then it turned into something very stressful. Um, so when my husband tried to express to his side of the family that, hey, next year, we're just going to do grandparents only. Um, it was kind of met with some resistance already. Well, then we're just going to host our own for later on in the day then. Just, you know, very complicated. So for anyone who's having some family dynamic changes and all that Which stuff. Which is probably most people. Cause that's yeah. what holidays have turned but into. like how do you do that like how do you how like is it ever gonna get better or do you just have to put your foot down because this is something where this is new to us but at a certain point doesn't like it has to change hands at yeah. some point it's like someone cannot be the queen of christmas we all can't be mariah um yes my husband's very much okay well you know we'll still do it next year and if you don't want to go because so-and-so's not there then you don't have to come right i think that's deal i think that's so i wish i could be more like that we'll see how i feel this time next year but um and i'll tell you more off air too because you know obviously you don't want to get into it and i'm sure yeah i'm sure you have more feelings about it um but speaking of holiday traditions and family stuff is there someone in your family who is known for like a holiday treat or something should they give it up and like okay and because it's not good yeah like aunt melinda um you shouldn't be making that banana pudding anymore. Let me try. You seem so unsure. Like, no, I, don't I wanna, actually think... Like, you don't want to talk about it. No, I kind of don't, because <laughs> I'm afraid. Um, 
I have an uncle who makes mac and cheese and it's not good. Okay. And I never eat it. I know. It's I just can gross. relate. But yeah, because I was going to say yours is a mac and cheese related situation too. No, I've had just... this mac and cheese. Like I can verify it's not good. And, I, and I've asked you before, like, is your family, do they just get some and be like, ooh, so-and-so's famous mac and cheese just to be nice or do they actually like it and you just you and i just know it's trash no i have i have no idea i have no idea i just i I let it be it's fine um you know you and i have different expectations when it comes to food i just feel like i can never step on their toes because like whatever gathering it is it's like oh blah blah is gonna make but you did for thanksgiving didn't you make it like yeah but it wasn't um on that side of the family oh okay it was on the side of the family that appreciates my cooking and efforts. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I think it just depends. But I think a lot of that has to do with the brand of ingredients that you use. And not everything can be winners. Like there could be some things I try to make and people are like, what is this? And I'm saying that because my Nana, who's passed, um, when she came up to visit, she was making a macaroni salad. But she insisted on a certain brand of noodles. It was the cremate or cremate Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's think, like a green box, right? Yes, and I think only like certain stores carry it. She's from out of state. And I remember like my mom was like irritated that they had to drive her like from different stores. So I, I get the reason like now driving around to different stores and stuff, it's only because they didn't have their own vehicle here. My mom's like, I don't get it. Can't she just use any type of noodle? But you can't. Like when you are used to something and you're trying to make something to impress people or what they come to expect. or for, It's a certain texture yeah, with a lot of that yeah, kind of Yeah, I know stuff. she's making it for my stepdad because like that's what he liked. And she, you know, if it's the same thing where it's like, I've always used this type of noodle since you were a boy, you come to like expect that. But I get, I get it. I think once you're loyal to a brand... You always get that. But with the holidays and money being tight and stuff, when is it okay to stray? Because there's a lot of sales going on right now. And I mentioned to you, I would maybe buy the store brand. But right now, there's like such a super sale, like for example, on um, like the Nestle Toll House brand, like that type of chocolate chips and pre-made dough and the carnation evaporated milk. That was the thing. My grandmother always used carnation evaporated milk or condensed milk, but it's about $2 more per can compared to a store brand. And I almost bought the store brand, but I'm like, I can't. I can't do it. If I'm making this recipe like my grandma did, I need to use the name brand. It depends on what it is. Like, I always think about, like, the crispy onions. Yes. For, like, a green bean casserole. Buying, like, a Kroger or a Meyer or whatever grocery store is in your area, they're very different. Like, textures, different Oof. flavors. It's the same thing, but it's just different. Different, like... Quality's different. It's yeah. a lot of the... Sh- the- Skin. Yeah. But if I'm making a green bean casserole, I'm using French's. You should see the passion in your face right now when you're saying this. Yeah. Then there's also like, like to me, like milk is milk. I've always bought like a Kroger. Um, you're still not like a fair life guy. Like their chocolate milk. It's like triple strained or whatever. whatever Filtered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's also like um, earlier at dinner, we were talking about mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. And, like, the difference between, like, a Hellman's or, like, a, like a store brand mayo. No matter which one you buy, it tastes exactly the same. So why not get the $2 cheaper one? Well, it's funny you say that because the thing I'm looking at is about $2 cheaper. Um, I've had experience with this with making my pumpkin pie cheesecake. Um, when I first made it the first year or two, I always used a Keebler pre-made graham cracker crust. But then just one year, I just, I think the store was out of it because I waited too close to Thanksgiving time. There's only store brand. Nothing to me compares to a Keebler 
because everything else I've tried, store brand or other brands, have cr- they crumble. Literally fallen apart crumbs by the time I'm even like baking the pie. So because of that, if I want to just save myself the hassle, I'm going to spend the extra money for Keebler. But it's ridiculous because right now just on sale at Kroger, it's $3.99 for a six ounce Keebler Ready Crust Graham Cracker Pie Crust. The Kroger brand is $1.69. Yeah, big difference. That's like, yeah, it's $2.30 difference. It's, you could buy multiple for the same price, the same really. Price, yeah. Um, quality. It, it's the quality, yeah. Somebody once told me that um, they don't like to buy name brands because it has added like fillers and stuff in it that keep it, I don't want to say fresher, but like for that reason, like the cr- like it crumbles more or does this or does that. So like, do you feel that way? That like it just has more like chemicals and stuff in it if it's a name brand? Excuse me? Is my phone talking to me? <laughs> so- Sorry, I think that was Siri. Siri. Let's see. Let's see what she has to say. She heard. I did. I say anything that sounded like Siri? Yeah, you're asking me a question. Oh, <laughs> you're literally asking me a question. I never really thought about that way. I think when you compare ingredients and stuff, it's almost the same. Um, but like again, if I'm bringing a, a cheesecake or, or a special dessert or like it has, it's associated with my name. I want it to be the best it can be. And like I said, um, I had a few good years. We take that shit seriously. We do. We had, I, again, I had a few good years with that Keebler crust. So now if, if I'm just making it for around the house, I'll just buy store brand. But if I am taking it somewhere, if I'm hosting and it's like, hey, put your dessert by my dessert, I'm going to do that Keebler. I feel the same way about Pillsbury, um, the refrigerated pie dough too, to roll yeah. it out when you make your quiche or whatever you need. Between that and a store brand, Pillsbury's more expensive. It seems to hold better. doesn't mm-hmm. rip. And like, again, certain things where if I'm presenting it, I will buy the name brand for things. But for everyday little things, I don't care. So I think that's when it's worth. But a lot of times it's like marketing stuff. Think of our grandparents and great grandparents like in the 1930s where it's like Betty Crocker this, uh, Carnation Evaporated Milk. Right. Nestle this. It's like, okay, well, I don't want to say they were brainwashing to buying it, but they're like, this is the best. This is what I'm using. And how many times do you see those old recipe cards or something and someone is Nabisco this. It's like yeah. they have the name brand in it. So it's like, how do I say this? I'm making a strawberry pretzel dessert this year with the cream cheese, strawberry, and pretzel crust. I, even though, again, store brand was cheaper, not really cheaper, the actual Jello brand was cheaper. I am spending a little bit more money to buy the official Jello strawberry flavored gelatin. Even though the recipe just calls for regular strawberry gelatin. I just kind of feel like if I'm going to spend a little more money, if it's going to make someone say, ooh, this is really good, yeah, I want to see. If I had, you know, extra money and stuff, I think the Ghirardelli chocolate chips are superior. Ooh, yeah, Ghirardelli everything. Yeah. Have you, like, used their brownie mix? Oh, the best. Superior. Life-changing. Superior. I love it. It's my favorite. But Nestle, again, is, like, synonymous with baking and stuff, and that's more well-known. Like, for everyday, ba- like, chocolate chips, I'll buy a store brand. But something about this time of year, I'm either going to splurge and get the Ghirardelli or buy, like, the Nestle Toll House chocolate chips. And, again, is that smart advertising and marketing on their end from the last hundred years? Or is it, like, that much of a quality thing? Yeah. I would love to do like a taste test thing of two different things yeah. with all store brand ingredients versus all of what you expect name brand quality. And see and, if we can tell the see difference. if there's a difference. I, I don't think I'm ever going to be one of those people that are just name brand everything in my house because like, let's be real with the way groceries are. A few things are name brand. That's fine. But like I will spend the $4.99 for the bag of Orida hash browns to make yeah. my cheesy potatoes versus the $2.99 right. store brand. I want to see the difference. Yeah. That scared the shit out of me. 
My cats are wild yes. today. But at least both of them are down here, and they usually aren't. And that one's not eating your hair. <laughs> or or clawing my thigh. Yeah. <laughs> so. Can we just quickly compare our menus? So for your Christmas oh, Eve. Yeah, gladly. And my Christmas. Because I made a comment earlier. You sent me a picture. I was offended. Of what everybody was... Br- I could tell. I could tell you were. <laughs> and all I said was, wow, like, you're fancy... Danielle, you have shrimpkins on here. I'm not making that though. I I know, I know, but like, do you know I, what shrimpkins a, are? No. Okay, I didn't know either. So think for my my hu- husband's shrimp, side of the but family. Like fancy shrimp. No, it's basically small party toast, and then it's like a seafood shrimp salad on it. That's all it is. Yes, it's like an hors d'oeuvre. It is, but that's something his you know great aunt has made for decades. Okay, so she's bringing that. There's like a toaster oven involved and all of that. I feel like you're just like feeding into my point about how like my family. But that is, is their basic th- as fuck. But that is their thing. Ble- I understand bleeding over into. My- Let me read mine first because I feel like it deserves to um, go in this order: turkey, ham, cheesy potatoes, corn, rolls, noodles. Cranberry sauce, gravy, mashed potatoes, yams, stuffing, green bean casserole, deviled eggs, and then desserts like chocolate eclair, um, like punch, stuff to make like punch stuff, peanut butter pie. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like mine is just as simple. Okay. Okay. Please listen closely, and then you decide. Well, I feel like the only thing that's making it seem fancier is the wording for stuff. That's part of it. Yeah. And it's (laughs) color-coded. Well, that's just because I was sharing the... Sorry, I'm just pissing you off. No, I have 5,000 alerts to my ring, apparently, for the neighborhood watch. I'm all frustrated now from everything going on. Okay, anyway, um, because I was sharing this with my mother-in-law, because my thing was to take the pressure off of me, we kind of did it half potluck style, where I'm going to be in charge of one of the mains and a few sides, then other people are bringing a side and stuff. So for the mains, we are having a ham, which you sent me the crockpot ham recipe, and I'm thankful for that because yes. it's going to take a lot of pressure off of me. Kibasa and sauerkraut in a, in a crockpot, and someone's bringing masacholi in a crockpot. Those are the only mains. Okay. Then the sides, someone's bringing baked beans. Someone's bringing a layer of salad. I'm making cheesy potato and roasted carrots. That's okay. it. And then for dessert, people are bringing either like store-bought dessert my mother-in-law is ordering a coconut cream pie because her husband likes it. Strawberry pretzel salad. Someone's bringing pop. My great aunt is bringing, like you said, the little shrimp appetizer thing. I am going to buy appetizers from Trader Joe's or Sam's Club. And just because I've told you, I've made appetizers and no one's ate it. I've made homemade bruschetta with basil and garlic infused olive oil and no one's ate it. So you guys are getting pigs in a blanket from Sam's Club now. I don't care. So those are my assorted apps. I think the thing that made you feel... You didn't finish. I'm telling... I'm going into oh. that. And then I am having a coffee bar, which is literally just a coffee Keurig thing with my two coffee creamers and then cups. So... And then a ho- I think you got thrown off by the holiday cocktail thing, but pretty much just Sprite or 7-Up okay. with some frozen cranberries in it, a little bit of cranberry juice. And then if somebody wants to pour alcohol in their cup... Okay. I don't think our menus are too different. You definitely have more things on it. I'm even like, I wanted to cut it off there. But people are like, what should I bring? I'm like, please no more appetizers. No more like that's if anyone else comes, don't bring anything else. And here's another thing, too. I forgot. To you did get earlier. very offended. I did because I'm trying to make it very. You're not an LOL person. But when you put an LOL, I know. <laughs> no, I do do LOL a lot. But my thing is this. It's not Thanksgiving. And when you're going to eat at someone's house for Thanksgiving or hosting, it's like, ooh, I'm going to get at least a few plates to take home. Or I'm going to be eating off this to Monday. 
I don't want that for Christmas. I don't want to be eating this for three days. I ideally maybe leftovers the next day and then starting fresh on the 27th. I don't want to be Are you going to send people home. home with food in Ziploc bags? <laughs> no, I think I'm going to get containers for them. Only the finest country crock containers. My husband's side of the family loves to um, just insist I take leftovers home in Ziploc bags. And some things it works. I don't think it does. Christopher Stop. gets so grossed out when I send him just a picture of a Ziploc bag with sopping gravy in it. So <laughs> we'll see. I should do it as payback. Okay, so before we move on and talk about our dinner tonight, I have a question. It's holiday-related, but it's not food-related, uh, so I just want to sneak it in here really quick. So, Daniel, like, I got a new car, and it's like a mom car, honestly. Yeah, I do. How do you feel about the people with the red nose and the antlers on the windows? Brave. Brave. God's strongest soldiers. I think it's cute. I've always wanted to do It always makes me it. laugh. It makes... You know, it's very, um, I feel like the people who have that are kind. Yeah. They're not going to cut me off or be rude. Yeah. I imagine like a nice librarian. Oh, let me say that word again. <laughs> I imagine like a nice, your face, like a nice librarian, 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 you know, like an older lady or like or a young, man. like hip librarian. Anyone, okay. anyone can fit it. Just someone with a very calm, chill job, sure. you know, like that. That's how I feel. I don't feel like. I don't feel like an asshole would have that on their car. I don't feel any, like, which way about it. I don't hate people like that, um, but I don't, like, celebrate them either. I think it's cool. I sometimes wonder why more people don't do it, though. I don't really see a lot around here. Yeah. That's just me I seen one today. Yeah, did you? On my way to the library. Oh, oh really? <laughs> yeah, that that's my, why. Yeah, it's my mind. Why. Yeah. So, sorry. <laughs> my stomach rumbled while I did that, so I sounded like a monster. <laughs> <laughs> okay <clears throat> so anyway we went to dinner and i don't know what it is but i had like the worst migraine and you thought i was gonna pass out i thought you're gonna collapse i me. was just like i just need a tylenol and i was nervous to ask the waitress so you said that you would ask for me but you really didn't even get the chance this lady sorry i'm standing up because i was trying to do impersonation of her she never fully faced us. She was always like walking by, dropping stuff off. You only see the side profile of her. Yeah. I never got a chance to say, excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. Um, do you have a Tylenol? And I was like, if I was a braver person, because we were sitting next to a group full of gabbing, oh gabbing gals. God. Well, you know, one of those ladies had some Tylenol or Probably. Pamperin or something in their purse. And I should have asked them. But again, would they want to? I wouldn't give. I feel like I would not give a stranger something. Because I'd be afraid they'd say, that wasn't that, that was this, and I got sick. Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry I couldn't be braver for you in that moment and ask. I'm no, sorry. It's okay. It was busy, and she was clearly the only one working the section, so I get it. I think she was doing the best she could have in the situation, um, but, I mean, we could have been out of there faster. Yeah, we were there for like an hour and a half, almost hour, 45 minutes, and all we ordered was drinks, an appetizer, and the sub. Yeah. We didn't get dessert or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but this is the place that if you if you listeners, I don't remember what episode, we were talking about subs, I think. And I mentioned how, in my mind, the perfect sub is from this place. And that's what we got. We both split a huge sub. And each half was, what, at least seven, eight inches. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fried ham with cheese and lettuce and tomato. And I was confused about that. Yeah. Because you thought it was like deep fried ham. Yeah. And I was like, what does this mean, fried and you had to explain it to but me. But you get it like, now, right? I, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got it. I got it as soon as it came to the table. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, I'm kind of disappointed. So we got fried mushrooms, which I really liked them. The first bite was doughy for you. You're shaking your head. You didn't the like it. The first few were doughy. I just oh, stopped I thought they were perfect it. I didn't texture. like them. But I'm, so I'm disappointed we didn't get their mozzarella sticks because they're so good. They probably have my favorite mozzarella sticks. We should have got them. I know. My yeah. head was throbbing. I couldn't concentrate. You just needed to eat. Yeah. So. I, I really just needed to eat something. We were definitely there longer than we needed to be, which was yeah. a shame. And it was busy when we walked in. You were very overstimulated. You were in an angry mood. <laughs> Because I was essentially sitting in the lobby and people were getting carryout orders. There was large families, I assume, seeing each other for the holidays, getting dinner, hugging each other, laughing, coughing. And I'm like, I just want to go sit in a booth. And we got a booth. Yeah. I'm glad we tried it, but I'm not going to be in a rush to go back. No. Give it another... Five years. Yeah. Yeah. I will eat that sub tomorrow, though. Did you make the sub? Did you mix the subs up? Do you know which one's mine? Yours are in the fridge. Mine's on the counter because I'm going to eat it as soon as we're done talking. Okay. Well, let's... Eat the rest of it. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, I think... We should stop. We should stop. <laughs> just, I think we let's should just stop. quit. Let's stop. Before we go, we just want to wish you a happy holidays. Yeah, everyone stay safe, stay happy, healthy, and blessed. And we'll chat with you guys in 2024. Until next time, I'm Danielle. And I'm Christopher. And, and we're, we're the, the Friends Who Feast. Bye. Bye, guys. Ho, ho, ho. You called your cat over. Because she's a hoe.